Welcome back to Coaches on the Couch. Uh, this is episode eight, and we've got Scott here, uh, Optimized Coaching, um, here to join with us. And we're going to talk a bit about coaching, whether coaches have coaches or um, kind of straight training styles as well, to do with kind of like the optimal versus broken split thing that everybody seems to be arguing about consistently. Um, so, do you want to? Introduce yourself a little bit more. Uh, Scott, owner of Optimised Coaching, so I've been in the industry seven, eight years, coaching seven, eight years, sorry. Um, fully online now, mostly specialising in physique development, transformations, kind of more recently moving into comp prep, um, and as of last year, moving into like mentoring, so doing like coaching mentorship, so rather than the whole business mentor stuff that goes around just now, I'm spending a little bit more time trying to improve coaches' ability to develop their own knowledge, improve their service and get better results for the clients. There's not enough mentors teaching coaches how to be better coaches. Should coaches have coaches slash be in good shape? I think was like the original topic that we're going to talk about. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think first and foremost, the thing you need to actually look at is, is when we think about being in good shape, it's not just a case of like being shredded. You've got to look at kind of different couple of aspects. So whether it's, let's just say a yoga coach, for example, should they be flexible? Yes. Let's just say a powerlifting coach, should they be strong? Yes. Bodybuilding coach, should they be in shape? Yes. So I think they, they should be able to at least have walked the walk at some point or yeah. some sort, do you know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Um, definitely. Um, Fraser, what do you think about I, I think there's there's obviously come and go with it. Like It can be a case of if they've got a serious injury or if they've just been through a major sickness or something like that. That shit, fair enough. That happens to everybody. Yeah. But you are... You, you should be able to practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand how people think that them educating people and stuff and all their clients, stuff like that, but they themselves can't adopt the methods that they're trying to preach all the time. I think it's kind of like just a basic, like, if you are trying to teach clients how to train all the time, make sure they're setting up nutrition and you yourself are completely out of shape and can't look after your nutrition yourself. And you're like, yeah. how can you rely that and rely on that information? It's, it's disrespectful to people that are investing in you and spending time and money in you for you not to be able to walk the walk or at least yeah. lead from the front to your clientele. Like, yeah. Why should they ever give you any money if you can't, yeah. if you've never done anything similar to it yourself or can't adhere to it and maintain that yourself? Yeah. I think yeah, definitely, like what you just said is right on point, but I think what I would add to it is just like, see what you're saying about walking the walk. Like, you can never ever fully sympathise or empathise with somebody if they're going through like, let's just say you get somebody who's, you've, like, you've been through a hard dieting phase, you've been through a hard dieting phase, I don't know if either of you have been fat as fuck the way I have, right, but um, we've both been through all the kind of obstacles that are through at you when you get through a dieting phase, a hard dieting phase, right, you take a really, really heavy guy, a big obese guy through a weight loss, like, journey. you need to be able to empathise in those moments where they fail with their diet, they don't feel good, they feel shite, they look in the mirror, they feel crap every morning, do you know what I mean? You need to be able to empathise with that. Yeah. And if you can, then in my opinion, you're just a shit coach. It's also it's also the things that we learn as we diet. Like, even though I've always said that this year is my last year competing, it's not going to be the last time I'll do a diet. Right. Mainly because I think you learn so much of every diet. Even if I'm doing another diet that's a little bit more relaxed approach, that's still going to make me a better coach. But it's not saying that you have to be in banging shape, but you have to do what you're giving your clients to do. Or else you just look like a fucking hypocrite. Your clients never going to believe in you quite as much. So even take me, for example. So I've lost clients that have been moving towards that competitive team because I've not been on stage yet. And as much as I know personally, and I've, I've put clients on stage and they've won their overalls, but... From the client's point of view, that's still a risk trusting me. Yeah. I've not actually went and done it myself, which makes complete sense. It's also why I don't tend to get as many clients that have been really overweight because I've never been there myself. So they're like, he's not going to understand me being in that position. I've got clients in great shape, but I've never 
personally or got that many clients that have been massively overweight so how could they be able to trust with mm. me with that so it makes complete sense when you actually look from the client's perspective as well. oh yeah 100% sometimes I feel that some coaches will try and justify the reason why they're out oh, of shape for yeah, some yeah, absolute wild shit theory. reason so like you said earlier see if you are injured or something's happened something that you can it's a real justification of why you're not in shape at that current moment fair but like when you're been four years and you're still whatever fucking excuse you've made up nothing's changed you're like it's a bullshit uh, and I also think that if you're if there is an injury I would expect you to be like got physio again yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're, 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 yeah, you're actually just, trying to just fix it for life this is just yeah. life for me <laughs> like for four months of just foam rolling and shit like yeah. that I'm like no 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 make sure you're actually fucking seeing somebody to like fix it but yeah. the one thing I would say we need to be clear about is it's not like a case of you have to be in banging shape yeah, I, no no chance you, you also need to be kind of like okay none of my clients like we were talking about functional training and stuff like that none yeah. of them really give a shit about being fucking shredded all the time I, no fair absolutely fair if that's not your demographic stuff like that that's absolutely fair but you need to make sure that if you're targeting a certain demographic you need to kind of align with what yeah. they're looking for yeah. as well aye. Um, aye so for that you should be able to perform I feel like you're a yoga teacher you should actually exactly. get into the positions all these yeah. types of things if you exactly. take a functional class you should be like their fucking burpee do you know what yeah. I mean and not like when that's what you're trying to do I'd have face planted and it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I like what you're saying it's 100% like it's, it's not just a case of being in like good physical shape but actually it depends what, who, what, are you coaching are you coaching aesthetics or are you coaching performance yeah. and I think it, that's, that's the kind of the um, the road you need to go down to, do you know what I mean? Is like if you're coaching performance, you need to be like fucking perform. If you're coaching like people to get in shape, you need to have been in good shape or be in alright shape. I mean, I've not seen my absence about June last year or something like that. But I would say compared to most people, I'm in alright shape. Do you know what I mean? I'm in alright neck neck compared to the people who are coached. You, general population I, people. But I know as well. You're saying you've not got abs, but. I, I know what you're doing right now. You're yeah, probably never fitter, never stronger, oh, and stuff like that. What oh, you're actually yeah. doing, especially pound oh, for pound and stuff like that. There oh. is, yet you have gone down much more a performance route, not compared to usually what you were doing, like oh, kind of going physique route, yeah. which is completely different. So, I, I, again, as I'm saying, I don't think an APT needs to have abs, but I do think they need to practice what they preach. That's I think as well, if I'm teaching people, because my, my clientele is still mainly fat loss. So I'm still not going to allow myself to end up fucking getting out of shape, do you know what I mean? Because, yeah, yeah. I want, like you said earlier, I want my clients to respect me. It gives you that level of like kind of authority where you go, right, that guy's in shape, he obviously knows how to get people in shape. Do you know the argument that pure pisses me off, right? See, see the PTs are out of shape, actually. Yeah. They're the ones that say this. Oh, just because somebody's in shape doesn't mean they know how to get you in shape. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm going to go and ask a millionaire to help me become a millionaire. I'm not somebody who's not a millionaire. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, what the fuck? You, you lose clients for a lot of time. Of like, like, and people that are just instantly looking for a, a PT, a coach, whatever, and they'll look for the person they think's best in shape. Doesn't mean they'll necessarily be the best coach, but that's what's going to entice them in the first place. Mm-hmm. And like, most of us will probably have lost clients to somebody else that's been in better shape than us, or from oh, a guy's point of view, perceived better shape than us, because that's what draws you in, and that's it makes sense to that. Doesn't mean they're technically a better coach, but aye. like they've at least walked the walk and like fuck, they look good. So you're going to be more attracted to them, like yeah, from my coach's standpoint, hundred percent. Yeah, because you, you you almost are a walking advertisement yeah, for your, your business. So yeah. 100%. Needs to be needs to be that balance between naturally walking, walking, and being a fucking good at your job and having a portfolio of results. Sort of like Aye. I can keep myself in shape and I can actually get you in shape as well because I've proven I can do it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Move on to talking about training styles. I think this is a good one because I think we've got. I don't know. Do you have a mixed opinion about this as well? Because you you're you're quite good with this kind of thing as well. But we talk about like we've got optimal training and then oh, right, the sorry, I, I, and I, kind sorry, of like, I, okay, sorry, because. 
both of us, well, we've done Integra mush, uh, muscle menus and stuff like that. I've definitely been on both sides of this fence. Like, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think we're on both sides of this so fence. So I'm just going to, I think you can just eradicate this whole argument in one fucking statement and it's literally just... <laughs> Do like, both. Well, I am, but like, it's literally like the guys who are just, like, let's just fucking say that they're totally on this side where it's the fucking, the, the biomechanics guy. Yeah. And then you've got the bro guy, right? The bro guy wins because he's intense. It trains intensity. Like these guys don't seem to push the intensity as much as these guys, and that's why they end up in better yep. shape. Because yep. there's always guys who are like, and I, I, I love that optimal style training. I fucking love it, right? But there's no reason why you can't be a hybrid between. No, exactly. no, like, that's, 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 that's the issue. Uh, that is, that is the biggest issue. Well, trying to outsmart hard work now. They're yeah. trying to out science your fucking working hard, and that's why the bro guy is still beating them. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I reckon long term, if you can get the more biomechanic stuff to train just as hard. There's potential there, but realistically, optimal is going to be in, like optimal suited to an individual. So, what's optimal for someone might include a fucking barbell bench. For yeah. what's optimal for someone else might include Aye. like a fucking cable chest press. It doesn't fucking matter. It's, they're all just tools Aye. to achieve a single a single result. They're all just different options for exercises. Yeah, it's like yeah, there's yeah. there's more than one way to build a house. It always goes down to that. Do you know what I mean? Like, and obviously, there's a lot of ways to do it wrong. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, for instance, your biomechanics guy doing fucking twenty five second eccentrics, right? Aye. And then obviously, guys who are lifting way too much weight, way too much weight, and not getting anywhere near the range of motion. Yeah. So obviously, there's a polar opposite end of both scales. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I think. So I think you just need to find a balance between. Doing both, training hard as fuck, but also training hard as fuck, but in an optimal fucking way. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah For you, not just because fucking um, Josh Bridgman does it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because that's you know what it's like, man. I'd say he's a bit. Yeah, for people in Australia, they're very good at doing that, but it's like, like it's not the same correlation. You're not him. It's like everyone that makes a. Um, Dorian didn't do it. It's like, you're not Dorian, mate. In the same yeah. side, like, I always all these laugh at optimal people. Yeah. Like, you're I, not them, mate. So, yeah. so one of the things I've seen recently, I think I actually said this on a podcast recently, and it was like talking about range of motion, so pure bro style training, right? And it was like Jay Cutler and um, Ronnie Coleman doing obviously the uh, T bar row. Literally, the range of motion is like about fucking five inches, right? About seven plates on. And they're like, see, told you, range of motion doesn't need to always be optimal and all that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mate, he's on so much gear. He's absolutely massive. And yeah. see if you get something. He's also a genetic freak. He's actually the well, best. If he, his, if, he, if he took all the muscle off him, his range of motion would probably look massive. Just you get that much tissue, it doesn't yeah. look like he's can he move. And it also. Hate when people use Ronnie Coleman for any example. <laughs> like the guy can't walk. Like, <laughs> no. If anything, if anything, that preaches why you should do the shit that he done. <laughs> like he's he is handicapped beyond belief. How many spinal surgeries has he had? It's on, honestly, don't do the shit that Ronnie Coleman does. <laughs> Apart from just copy his part. Yeah, that's Don't train the way he trains because that's just stupidity. Yeah, you know no, I mean? it's, it's, it's yeah, idiotic, idiotic. But no, it's. There is definitely a new generation of like when I started out the gym, everyone was like, "God, lift just like as much as you can." Yeah, squat bench. You could bench hundred, mate. You bench hundred. Like now, it's completely different. You see guys coming in that are obviously watching YouTube, which is great because people. There is so much yeah, education out there, but none of it seems to be about right and then push that to yeah. the point that you can't fucking raise your arm up anymore. Yeah, like, there's no intensity in it at all. And I've definitely been on both sides of the fence. Like, I think everyone just gets bought into the new thing. So I mind when I went and learned about biomechanics and banding shit. I was like, oh, fuck, that's so interesting. Uh, and applied it to everything. Like, all my yeah. clients, all me. And it worked. It was good. It was still fine. But it was like a disregarded as if everything else I'd done before that got me to the shape I was in, which wasn't bad at the time. And uh, all the clients were still yeah. stuff. 
that's a complete waste of time and it's clearly not it's just yeah. that you're like infatuated with a new thing that you want to sound smarter than everybody else is what these new guys seem to want to do from a coaching standpoint and the new clients coming in or just trainees seem to want to use it as like a I don't know, like a, a buffer to why they're not in shape of like, oh, at least I'm training properly. And I was like, well, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know still what? Shit, mate. I think a big argument that you could put forward about as well is I see the, the optimal style of training with all the kind of all the biomechanics and all that being yeah. I don't think there's enough like long term research yeah. on that stuff to say this is better yeah. or this is worse. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that does have a lot of research in the biomechanics stuff. Like, there's I think from a pure muscular gain like standpoint, I've had, this, I've had this discussion with mates and stuff that are still very much like bro, as it's going to take for there to be 20, 30 plus years of the same volume of individuals doing both bro and biomechanics optimal stuff. Aye. But have got the same level of genetics that are taking the same amount of gear and running that alongside to see what one's actually better. Currently there's still shitloads more people across the world that are doing the more bro style training, um, which means more of them are going to have a bigger influence on social media because there's just more of them, there's more of them that are going to be on steroids, there's more of them that are going to be um, just a higher degree of genetics, so they're yeah. always going to look better than the biomechanics people. It's going to take 10, 20, 30 plus years of this biomechanics thing being big to see if it does actually beat and who wants to take that risk. Yeah, there's one thing though I think all the, the bro split guys, the hardcore bodybuilders that could definitely learn actually from the biomechanics thing is that one really useful tool about biomechanics is injury like uh, prevention yeah, yeah, and yeah. working around injuries. Yeah. Um, loads of guys are about all hardcore like oh I fucking never use a band because that's just fucking helping you <laughs> for some reason um, like we'll, we'll go, to, go go to a hack squat or something like that but yeah they still wear knee straps yeah, yeah. 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 fuck up elbow sleeves elbow sleeves knee straps knees are shat knees are absolutely going to shit as well Wait, Wait, can't, can't do anything except the, every four weeks exactly exactly Use, the, it, use it to benefit you in some way don't yeah, just be that anti so you many to take the benefit and, from it yeah 100% married to so many exercises have, have to have it in a plan because exactly as you said Dorian Yates and Ronnie Coleman done yeah. it and it's hard, hard do you know what it, just goes, it goes back to that oh, remember that post I put on Instagram that guy it's always like when I was your age I was lifting double your weight I was, I was twice your yeah. size like fuck up and man. then look at yeah, this guy walking <laughs> through the gym you're like oh, I can barely move he's not coming to you for PT training him in an optimal way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everyone seems to get an emotional attachment to their exercises whether that's on, on both camps people seem to get like emotionally attached to yeah. exercise selection which is I think one of the sad. biggest issues as well as it's just a pure cult do you yeah, know what I mean it's yeah, like yeah. it was like do you remember push pull legs versus bro split yeah everyone's like oh I'm push pull legs I'm bro split <laughs> I feel, I feel I'm better than yours is I feel like this is a, it's actually the modern day was better bodybuilding crossfit because everyone's uh, kind of like yeah, well yeah, crossfit's yeah. crossfit <laughs> that's kind of forgotten about everyone's accepted it um, for some reason that was an argument but now it's kind of moved on that was better with this and it's kind of like just do do fucking both aye like you Find don't need to overly complicate you. the exercise yeah. but you make sure you push fucking intense and don't back yeah. back off like, I think also like the people that the, one of the biggest issues as well is, is like obviously bodybuilding is fucking monotonous as shit right yeah. so you're doing the same stuff all the time like when I was training it was like it was just the same same stuff every single day and don't get me wrong see like when you're chasing progressive overload and you're chasing numbers it's fun mm-hmm. do you know what I mean I'm cool with that but a lot of people went do you know what I mean? They're kind of there. So they're like, right, I need a change up. Yeah. Like, so instead, so they weren't to change from a, a bro split to a push pull legs to a upper or lower or a fucking full body split. Now they're like, right, okay, I'm going to start changing up all my exercises to make it more exciting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, 
probably the biggest part of it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 it's like looking for something new or something more exciting, but... But that's the thing though, we, the best progress you'll ever get is get a programme, stick to it for like four Forever. months. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Forever! I mean, if you, if you, technically, technically, if you're progressing on a programme, you you, you, could, you might be able to milk it out for a full year before you have to change anything. I was on my last programme If it's still working, don't don't fix it if it isn't broken. Yeah. Um, if you're progressing, keep at it. It's, it's, it's trying to get people to not kind of fall in love with the act it's kind of fall in love with the progress so it's like oh I really like squatting but I like hack squat or I like leg press or something like that like just pick one yeah, and just it for a while. get yeah. really fucking good at it one thing I always remember is, is like something that Chris Bradley says when he was PT and it's like you've never completed a back squat so <laughs> uh, yeah. he's like you've, you've never, you can't complete an exercise so no, you yeah. can always keep progressing do you yeah, know what I mean yeah. you can unless like it, I always say like the only time that you should like, I would really change my client's exercises about is, is see if it's getting to that point where like hey, I'm, I'm going to end up stop training I'm so nah, I'm, I'm so bored yeah. then I'm like right cool let's fucking see the thing is as well that like, you could go from doing the current rep ranges that you're doing to a higher or a lower rep yeah, range yeah, it yeah. feels like a whole new workout move it for the start of the fucking programme the end of the programme something as simple as that aye it's um, so I think like like going back to obviously the argument between um, optimal versus um, optimal versus kind of the bro approach there isn't really an there isn't really an answer. It's like don't be either polar opposite end of them. Do you know what I mean? It's more just find what 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 works best for you and kind of try and find like a wee hybrid in the middle somewhere. And don't just be like, oh, this is best or this is best because that's t- such a closed mindset, uh, such a closed mindset answer to yeah, yeah. to that fucking question. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's like. I get like it's all about exercise as well it's all about doing what you enjoy yeah. and 100% do what you enjoy if you enjoy training more hardcore great but you should adopt some of the fucking like principles that everybody that preaches biomechanics does yeah. and if you really like thinking about right knowing the science behind every exercise and why you're doing something and having the perfect setup and stuff like that that's cool because that takes up a lot of time as well yeah. if you can do that but if you're going to set up all the time to set take all the time to set it up make sure you take all the time to actually milk the exercise for everything what it's worth it's like we all have to do some shit that we don't like do you know what I think like see like so see if you look at boxing right you think like orthodox fighters stand with the left foot hit hard with the right hand and then southpaws stand with the right foot forward hit hard with the left hand they're both different styles but they still get the same result which is not going to cut it yeah and, and bodybuilding yeah. it's just getting the same result essentially do you know what I mean I'd say from a coach's standpoint, I think you'd be a bit daft not to understand the biomechanics as just applying forces to anatomy. So like from a coach's standpoint, you should understand all that shit anyway. It helps. It. it helps clients so much. As the people it's that learn so it, good. they hit out all the technical jargon to their clients. It's like, I don't give a fuck, mate. Like, yeah. tell me about tension and torque and like, <laughs> the fucking exercise does. Like, the coach should understand what it means. It's yeah. like, simplify it to make it as simple as possible. Like, yeah. It does this. And the most simple level, that's all you need to know. If you want to know more, come ask me, but it will melt your brain if you want to actually know more. I think yeah. if the people that, like you said, man, see if the people that you're coaching coach other people, yeah. then I. Yeah, because a lot of my content was very technical, <coughs> let's go, why are you coaching shit like that? Like, well, some of the clients that come on board with me are coaches, so it will speak to them. Right. So, like, we, Sandra, is not going to give a fuck what I'm talking about, but someone else who's a coach actually might know, know some of that skin. So, actually, I'm working with a little bit more gen pop again. But like, I also feel like changes. you should. You should be able to do that. Yeah, you should, like, be, like, you should be able to speak about it. If you can't dumb it down, either, like, then yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're not, you don't know it very well if you can't dumb it down. <laughs> like, I think you always, all those PTs that kind of like look at you doing something and they're like, okay, and then they try it, and then yeah. someone asks them, like, oh, why'd you do that? 
And they're like, hey. That's <laughs> 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 getting Explain. You should be able to explain it. Don't, don't do something just because it looks good. Just makes it easier. Yeah. Just makes it better. Because Scott, dude, he's smart and uh, he's bigger than me. You should you should be able to understand it. And if you don't, like we all joke about, it. we're talk, talking about business mentors. There's one thing that right now is being pushed very heavily in you starting PTs is that you have to have a business mentor to grow and stuff like that. Yes, or there is aspects of them that they can be helpful, but yeah. actually know how to do your job. Yeah. Like learn the, the, the learn the body, learn how you can actually help and coach a client is the main thing that you should be doing. Um, never it's mind all the business shit. Lost in coaching. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so lost. So lost. Should personal trainers have coaches, not business mentors, but coaches to help them with physical slash performance related goals? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 At some point, at least. And what do you think about coaches who think that they can benefit from having a coach? Nice. Yeah. Narrow-minded, dumb fuck that there's thinks he knows. There's all. no one that knows everything. There's always going to be someone that you can gain more knowledge from, which a lot of the time could be a coach, especially if it's someone you're willing to invest in. It's probably someone that you've looked up to, you believe their knowledge is better than yours, so you can take something from them that's going to help your own business, your own clientele, and yourself. And that's not even getting into the whole just taking the stress off your own life from an accountability standpoint of you can focus all your energy on your own clients and stuff because someone else is doing all the work for you in regards to your own physical health and performance. Yeah, 100%. I, I think like when you look at it, see when anybody ever asks me that question, I just go look at Messi, look at fucking Manny Pacquiao look at all the best guys in sport right they yeah. probably could have coached somebody to be the best in the world but they have been coached after somebody to be the best in the world do you know what I mean somebody's there with them all the time making them a wee bit better a wee bit better a wee bit better and then yeah. after a while they just become like a world champion or whatever do you yeah. know what I mean um, everybody at the highest level has got a coach yeah. yeah coaches you will learn so much from having a coach now, it's like even we things would it be like okay so you get your plan through from the coach and you're like Oh fuck! I quite like that, but like, I've not even got that in my setup. I know a few of my clients are like that. Mm. You know what? I didn't know that until now. Like yeah. it can be even something as simply as small as that that would make right. a difference to you. And, delivery and, of some stuff. And yeah, like, oh fuck! That actually comes across really well. Like such and such like that, or just my that would actually suit my business and the way I portray myself. Really yeah, well, just taking that wee small snippet of how things are delivered. Oh, I, 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 and it hundred percent sounds like we're just pure stealing shit, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, like, you take this shit that you really like. Look at every Instagram post someone else has wrote about that. Yeah, like, everything's stolen to a degree anyway. It's just putting your own spin on it and your own delivery. personality yeah. on it. Yeah. So. Like you said, it's delivering. See, to be honest with you, you see a lot of them coaches that are coaching you at that point, they've probably got ah, somebody have got yeah. an idea yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? So, um, like you said, like you can have the best spreadsheet in the world. But see if you're fucking crap at coaching and your delivery shit, yeah, yeah. you're still not going to get good results. You know what I mean? But again, invest in that, that kind of process. You you learn a lot of like okay about how your clients look to you as a coach. If you yourself have a coach, because kind of like you understand the kind of like things that they like the daily struggles and stuff that like okay, you're thinking about whether it be questions, what's the best way to approach them. You get nervous about going to ask them. How can you make sure that you make your clients feel comfortable enough to make sure that they always think you're approachable, Aye. like? Going through the experience yourself will really help you understand what your clients are thinking. And one thing that PTs really need to understand as well is that you technically know what you're meant to be fucking doing, <laughs> like to an extent. So uh, going and doing that. that is that you anything that you feel, your clients are going to feel that ten times more. Yeah, hundred percent. I think as well, like so 
obviously we spoke about one of the coaches who put us on Instagram years ago and it was like he put on like coaches who need like Coaches, you need coaches. Ha 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 ha. Or something like that. Something along those lines, right? Like I feel that I know who you're talking about. And he, he did have a lot, of, a lot of coaches who he coached at that point. And I'm just like, for me, if you don't, for me, that just goes. If you don't believe that working with a coach is going to like help you or benefit you, then you don't you don't believe in your own product. Yeah, you're not believing like, in your own fucking service. Like you, what you're doing in the industry, I, if you don't think it's a fucking benefit to people. I yeah. guess immature and insecure. Yeah. I, like. Knowledge is power. Aye. It's so it's so good. Learning anything you can offer anyone. Even negatives of it. Like so they're working my coach and like, oh I don't like that, I don't like that. I better make sure I don't do that to my I mean my clients feel that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I've even seen clips of like coaches or like maybe just starting out, right? And they legit could just be starting out in the industry and they post something about how they've set up so, like mm-hmm. we snip at how people do it like click the put, put we clip or a boomerang or something like that up with their fucking plan and yeah. you end up seeing it and you're like Oh yeah, that's actually quite good. I quite like that. Or like, the opposite of four sets of twelve, everything. That yeah, 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 yeah. You do get that as well. You're like, oh, you, you could do what you do with a coach, but, or, or even a business mentor. But, <laughs> aye. Well, that's still a thing. People are investing in, in them before coaches now, so that's another rant. Yeah, <laughs> I think like in the end, the one thing that's obviously going to get clients' results is <clears throat> being able. Sorry, the one thing is that's going to get other coaches, my clients, is. The results. Yep. That's yeah. that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. So um, I I think I don't you don't always need to have a coach like forever for your whole oh, life, no. do you know what I mean? No. I just think you should go through certain phases with a coach because you coach a certain way and see before before I started PT and I, I started PT and like my own, my own gym and stuff like that I never knew how to be I said we're winging it right um, <laughs> I never knew I never had a coach I never worked with anybody before so I never really knew how it was done Yeah. so obviously I've worked with like maybe four or five different coaches and I've seen how they do things and the way they do things and see what, like what you just said you can take wee bits and make it your own do you know what I mean Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's good to see how other people do stuff and it, like what is it? What's the what's the term it goes again? Um, success leaves clues in it or something like that. Like people who have done it before, like see what they've done to get yep. the results yep. that they get, yep. and then don't copy them. But like take wee bits that you can make yours and like take inspiration for it and things mm-hmm. like that. And a big thing as well is is having somebody that you fucking respect, like being above you slightly. Do yep. you know what I mean? Yep. Like for me, that's, that's that's been Andy Scott for ages. Like I had a conversation with Andy, and I say to him, I says like. For me, and I could never work. I've, I've worked with a few coaches before who I just don't respect, and I'm like, I can't work with somebody unless I respect them. So, see, having somebody like a wee bit above you that you pure respect, yeah, 100%. you're more likely to stick to the things that they ask you to do mm-hmm. and push towards things that they do a wee bit better than you would with somebody else. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And having somebody who just grounds you a wee bit. That's one thing I would say as well that, especially if you're a coach, I would actually say you have got more pressure on you to do your due diligence to like actually make sure the coach that you're going to is of sound mind because let's face it this industry is riddled with shit <laughs> shit oh, yeah. it is shit and it's a, not necessarily in coaching because I would say a lot of people can coach but you've also got absolute predator coaches out there oh fuck I, like, that's, that's, another, that's another thing and, and as soon as you're kind of like associating your brand as like this is someone that I look up to and respect I think I that's you in risky territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah, really yeah. risky territory. I can think of two people right now, man. Yeah. Like one, the person who's the pred, and two, the person who looked up to him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, 
You just totally lost respect for him. Like, I'm like, you literally respect somebody who is literally firing out their clients. You're an absolute, you're just a prude. For, you're a you're a pred by default for that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like an accessory to murder, but an access, yeah. accessory predator. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, well, if, if if they're being a predator, you should be kind of like looking at yourself. You're like, I really don't want to associate myself with you because yeah. that's not cool. No, like no. that. If if they are a predator and it's using using their job and position, anyone associates gets fucking yeah. tarnished with the same brush. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, if you if you're associated with it and you are, yourself aren't kind of removing it, you're kind of like, well, you're not. Condoning what they're doing, so yeah, I don't, I don't. If if a coach is getting accused of being an actual predator and there's a blatant evidence, proof, evidence which, yeah, yeah. which there always, always is, is. Yeah. there always yeah. is. Leave like them. If, if there's evidence, it will come out. It comes yeah. out if there's evidence all the time. Leave them. Leave yeah. them. Just. Do you know what I was so close to the other day, man? I was honestly so close to putting a rant on in the scrum the other day, right? Just, like, <laughs> just, just talk, talk. What I was going to rant about was like. I was thinking about bodybuilding, right? And I was like, as much as I love it, do you know one thing that hangs the most embarrassing thing ever? Is the people who pure suck up the judges' asses, mainly bikini, by the way. Oh, yeah. IFBB bikini. Oh, yeah. Fucking cuddling one guy all the time in pictures and all that, and he's probably just as much a predator as the rest of them, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I actually reckon it across a lot of federations and stuff, didn't it? Like, the, one of the, a couple of judges getting called out because the. the it was bikini girls, weren't it? Or supposedly firing into them, or he was like messing them, trying to get them to like go meet up with them and stuff, and they placed yeah. he placed them better on that. And it's mad to think though that they actually went and met them and actually they placed higher because of it. I'm just like, so what, like, what are you doing? You know, like, yep. your self respect to get his fucking medal to blow yeah. an Instagram. Uh, hey, blow your medal. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I think is my pet peeve as well with all this, like, especially when you go down that route, is these competitors that post it and stuff like that, and it's like naked photos. Yeah, like, like oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't wear my bikini or something like that, so you can see all the detail. Oh, Mate, I don't want to see all the fucking details. Honestly, especially when you see like a side photo and you got an emoji over it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, fuck. Honestly, no co- like, if, if you are ever thinking of signing up with me, I'm just going to <laughs> do not ever, ever think about sending me a photo that I need to in some way cover up or something. I don't fucking care. I don't want to see it. I don't ever want to see it. It's so it fucking no, no, I know, I know, I know. No matter how lean you are, I don't need to see those lines. <laughs> So, <laughs> should coaches have coaches? <laughs> yes, yes or no? <laughs> the answer is yes, but you don't always need to have a coach. At some just, point, yeah. yeah. You, should, you should have at least worked for a coach for a purpose yeah. for a specific period of time. And then if you need to take a break from that or when you've not got a goal, then you have to take away the, the coach for a period of time. But I think it's something coaches should always be open to. Is you will, you, will get, you, you will get to a point you've learned all you can learn off that coach. Yeah, so it's right. Either move you can, coach or spend some time implementing that trial on it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I do think actually going through periods of not having a coach could be beneficial because yeah, you've not always got that, that safety bracket of, oh, my coach will yeah. tell me what to do. It teaches you to try and be more accountable with yourself, yeah. which is. That's the fuck, that's the hardest thing. That's what we're trying to teach all our clients to do. Is yeah. our job is to encourage independence. Yeah. Teaching that is the hardest bit. But you need you need, you need to go through way. having a coach because that's literally your service as yeah. well. It's, it's like you said earlier. Like if you're if you don't see the benefit of buying into a coach yourself, then why the fuck should anyone come to you in the first yeah, place? Exactly. It's exactly. the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. To think that somebody even hints that you're not even going to benefit for having a coach because every single person can benefit for having a coach. Yeah. And I think that's the end of. 
that. Episode 8. So we'll see you in the next episode. Catch us. Catch us.